You're listening to Dynamo's Dozen. With your host, Ian the Dynamo Kelly. to Dynamo's Dozen, the podcast that I bring you each and every single week where I will talk about whatever may be on my mind from pro wrestling, sports, entertainment, music, movies, muesli, fresh socks and jocks and everything in between, never forgetting the talc. This is Dynamo's Dozen. Here I am once again with the now, well, if you weren't famous already, you are definitely famous now, um, <laughs> Soraya and Ricky Knight, how are you guys? Hello. Okay, we're all good, thank you. And, and Mickey, Mickey the dog is here too. Um, <laughs> it's always important. Yeah. We're, we're sat here on the settee and he doesn't like us sitting together, so the, the dog is actually in the process of trying to rip my foot off to pull me away from my husband. Does your dog <laughs> so, do that? Our dog does the exact same thing. If we hug or anything like that, it gets super jealous. Like. Yeah. yeah. No, it's super He's Well, he's been really, really sick, and I'm, I've been with him um, since December the 15th nonstop. I haven't left his side at all because he's got a um, real rare form of lupus. And, um, you know, every day is a blessing. So, I'm, you know, I tend to be at the dog's beck and call because I'm so worried about losing him. And he knows it, well, you know. How old is so he? So, as far as he's concerned, I, he owns me. And how old is he oh, now? Uh, he's, 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 sorry, two. he's two. <laughs> he's two. <laughs> so, he's, what, 14 now, technically? Yeah, technically, yeah. In dog years, yeah, yeah. Uh, honestly, uh, look, if if I disappear or go faint, it's because I'm being dragged off. All right, but I will, I will participate as much as I can. That's will okay. you stop? <laughs> right, okay. <laughs> so, oh, no, that's okay. Listen, this is a dog-friendly show. I'm a dog person, so. Um, no I'm glad you are because. Uh, uh, you know, I'm going to be fighting the dog whilst trying to do this. That's cool. <laughs> um, so listen, guys, welcome back. Actually, I was just thinking there, officially now, you guys are, um, oh, you, guys, you guys have been on the show more than anybody. <laughs> Sorry, that's that again. He got his squeaky toy. That's his way of uh, that's his way of trying to get on the show and communicate. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's his Morse code. So yeah, can you re- say that one again, please? Yeah, Ricky. Now you've actually hold. Not only have you broke box office records, but you've now broke uh, my show Dynamo's dozens records too. Because you are now on for the third time. So. Uh, oh. <laughs> You you you've yeah. you've been on the most times on my show, so oh. thanks thanks again for coming on. Uh, always welcome, bud. Always welcome. Well, listen. The great thing about this is, um, I mean, when we spoke first, we were talking about some dark shit, kind of, um, and then when we spoke the second time, this film was kind of 
almost it was it was near completion anyway. Um mm. and this time we're speaking after millions upon millions of um grossed box office dollars and pounds with fighting with my family. So I mean it's this is a this is definitely a happier podcast for sure. Well, yeah, but, but to be honest, we're just, uh, we can't believe the response of the movie. We were told from the early days that everyone had good hopes for it, but I think it's even gone above the good hope they had for it. I mean, I think even, you know, Stephen Merchant, the Rockers, would have been surprised at how the uh, people took to it. Yeah. And we, we just sit here every day amazed and, you know, keep getting letters, uh, messages from friends, we're at the picture house in commentary and it's packed, where it's also in its packs and it's like, yeah, it's just amazing. You know, we, we can't believe it. To be well, it's fair. only been brought out in America and the UK at the moment. So, yeah. um, Australia is the end of the month. Um, Europe. Uh, Europe is staggered. I don't think it actually reaches uh, is it Spain or Germany until June. So every month is a media storm for a different part of the world. So, yeah. you know, the media storm in England is happening right now. The um, the media storm in America. Uh, started on the 14th of December, so that's that's in full flow. Yeah. Um, but now it's the Australian one, and it's just, you know, we're, we're kind of sat here in our little old council house, you know, <laughs> kind of realising that our life is, is actually, um, and it's not just an open book. I mean, you can Google us and find out all about us, but it's it's still cool that people have taken a couple of years out of our life and it's, and it's so interesting to people around the world. And, yeah. you know, to us, this, this is, this is an everyday occurrence to us. And well, you know, I mean, we're finding it quite weird to be fair. Yeah. Well, I mean, you guys, I mean, I've, I've kind of been talking to you guys for well over a year now. And I mean, uh, uh, the, the response to like both previous interviews with Ricky on his own. And then with both of you guys on the last time, um, it's some of the most downloaded shows and, and, Kind of going on the basis of what you just said there, um, Julie. You know, it's you. You guys don't bullshit. You know what I mean. And that's that's kind of what what I I guess attracts people to you. Do you know what I mean? People like honesty, and people like kind of people being an open book. You know, and um, that's definitely you two anyway. <laughs> yeah, I think as we always said we've always been up front. We don't hide from anything. We don't hide. Yeah. Our past, we don't hide anything. We just, we're out there and we do what we do. And, uh, you know, people seem to like the way we are. As I said, it's a bit like the Osbournes when they were on an American TV. They got them <laughs> warts and all. And I think, you know, most of the critics in the movie said that's what they like. It's warts and all. We've not hit anything. It is a working class family from Norwich, England who, who, who got the bad points, got the good points for like Marmite. Or people either like us or they hate us. But at the moment, it seems like we're on a, 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 a ride of people who actually like us. We always say, and I mean, like, we both stand by this. And we were talking to somebody in a, we go to a cafe every morning. And sure. um, the, the guy that owns it, Bob, is uh, very down to earth and he's very similar to us. And, you know, I said to Bob that, that me and my husband really um, live by a motto that we'd rather offend you with the truth than, than uh, disrespect you with a lie. So, I mean, at least that way you can make up your minds whether, you know, the, the sort of people you want to know. And if, if we're not, who gives a shit? Because then it, it doesn't matter because we're not going to be involved in each other's lives anyway. So I'd, I'd rather tell someone how I feel than try and, and bullshit, to be fair. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, that that's actually a really good <laughs> – that's a really good comparison, the Osbournes. I like that one because, uh, like, 
but it it is a very like in in Ireland here we're we're not too dissimilar to you guys in the UK. It is a very we you know we are all kind of um, mostly mostly working class people. You know what I mean? Um, oh yeah. And it's 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 generally a rule of thumb that you know some people change with a bit of fame or a bit of fortune or whatever it may be, even a bit of attention. Even some people will pretend to have the fame and the fortune when they get any sort of attention, but. If you can yeah, kind of come... No, we're not into that. Exactly. Uh, I mean, exactly. I mean, people. Uh, the, the film is is about us because we are who we are, yeah. and yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm. I'm. Well, I know my family won't change because we're we're too down to earth for all, all of that, and I'm quite proud of that fact. I mean, look at our daughter. Yeah. Our daughter has reached the heights. The, the biggest goal in professional wrestling, she's reached the equivalent of the Oscars in. Um, you know, in wrestling, it's the you know she's she's had that many accolades and and she's so well known. Yeah. But she's still down to, a down to earth council house kid. Agreed. You know, with yeah. with the same sort of she's she's we've just had her over here while she sorted her visa out and yeah. she's still the down to earth normal everyday girl. She's just blossomed because she's now twenty six years old. Yeah. Okay. She's now twenty six years old, so she grew into a woman in America, and um, obviously she's going to change because she was a child. And now she's a woman. So there's going to be natural changes that would have happened wherever she was in the world. And, yeah. and you know, she's, she's still our raya. Yeah, there's no, there's, there's no difference, the really. We're not motivated by money. We're, we're motivated by the rest of business. We all love the rest of business. We're motivated yeah. by the fact that uh, I'm getting older and I want to leave a legacy. It's not about money to me, you know. Yeah. Uh, I just want to be remembered, really. Yeah, I want to be remembered. They go, well, you know, when I'm young, my grandkids go, my granddad built this, and the people in wrestling business go, oh, Ricky Knight done this, and Ricky Knight done that. That's, that's all I really wanted. Like, I'm, I'm money orientated, you know, just money. You know, everyone's got to have money. As we say, we always say it gives you choice, but it doesn't give you nothing else, you know. So we're, we're just um, we're just happy to people recognise our work at last, really. Well, we wouldn't move from the house. We'd probably just buy it, wouldn't we? That's about all we do. I was going to yeah. suggest that, like, just buy it. <laughs> yeah, we'll probably just buy the house. Well, the thing is, as I said, this is our house. We brought our kids up there. It's got so many memories here. Most of our pets are buried in the garden. But that's the reason why I won't leave, because <laughs> yeah. our greyhound is in the back garden. I'm not digging her up, and I will not leave her here. Well, so, you know. Yeah, makes sense. And we're stuck. We're stuck here because of, because of our, the, you know, our greyhound. <laughs> It well, makes sense. I mean, that's as good a reason as any, to be honest with you, as I said. But I won't leave her. The other dogs we had cremated, so they're with us. In, indoors, but I always regret the fact that we had Megan. Oh, um, oh, yeah, we got Rowdy and we got Gaia the Dragon out there, and and I, um, you know, anyone that knows me knows that I'm a bit OTT with animals, and that they literally are my life, and um, I won't leave my babies. I mean, I don't care that they're gone, but you know, there is there's shrines out there to my to my animals, and I won't leave them to be dug up and turned over, and it's you know. I'll be with them. I'll be with them always, and I'm just a sloppy old bitch, really. Well, but don't s- kind of put that out too much because it completely spoils my um, uh, my image. Well, it's going to be out there now. But listen, I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> listen, uh, Julia. In fairness, you would. Uh, you are every bar. You're literally exactly like my my better half as well, Rachel. She's the exact same. She's an animal person. True and true, especially dogs. It's just yeah. yeah. Well, an animal will take me in every mood. Um, yeah. You know, whatever mood I'm in, and, and like I am an acquired taste, and um, and the animals tend to 
you know, they, they're always happy to see me, even if I'm in a bad mood or I'm, you know, I, you know, I'm going through shit. My, the, the animal's always just happy to be around me. And, yeah. and, um, you know, I find people are a bit two faced where an animal will never hide their emotions. And that's a fact. You know, I just, I do. I love me animals, really. Yeah. Dog, dog will love you unconditionally, always. Do you know? But he's actually lying on me at the moment, having a big old cuddle. And, ah. You know, and that's just Rick. The dog is snow. No, <laughs> no. I've got, I've got my, I've got Mickey on my lap at the moment, just having a cuddle. Bless his heart. You've got Mickey on your lap. People could take that whatever way they want over here in Ireland. <laughs> oh, mate, mate. They, they make up their own minds, so let them think what they want. No, no doubt. I, I would have, you know, big old border collie. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, so listen. No, you mentioned that. Uh, you mentioned you mentioned your daughter there, Paige. I mean, just just to go back on what you said about her going and being like a kid and and growing into a woman in America. That is one tough, tough lady. Um, you know, with all the bullshit. Oh God, yeah, like you wouldn't believe all the bullshit that she's went through. And you know, I was always kind of on your side on this, Ricky uh, and Julie. I was talking to you both of this. I said I wouldn't ever bring up any bollocks on this show or hear any mm. bollocks on this show, and still haven't. But I'll tell you one thing: from me to you guys, what a job you done because she came through every bit of shit that she possibly could, and look at her now. You know, she's a survivor. Yeah, she's not a victim. You know, um, everyone's got a story to tell, and our little girl has been through hell and back. Um, yeah. but, you know, what we all do when, we, you know, all of us have got a story to tell, every single member of the Knight family, but we, none of us are victims. None of us will let it stop us. And, and we use it to kind of help other people. Like, we've been through it. We understand. We truly, truly understand. Well, that's the biggest you know. thing is the idiots out there don't understand the whole door was a victim. Yes. You know, and stuff like that. And not being Oh, they're still wisecracks, aren't they? You get a positive thing and then you get a little comment and it's like, oh, grow up. These idiots don't get it. She's a victim at a very young age. Yeah. And stuff. And, you know, that that nearly destroyed our girl, you know. Yeah. Yeah. She had a very dark time. There's no secret, though. She she hit as low as you could get. And we were very worried at one stage about Amy Winehouse. And the trolls on the internet used to think it was absolutely hilarious to to send mum and dad stuff. You know, I'd I'd love for them to, to, you know, well, I wouldn't actually, because that's quite disrespectful. I wouldn't like anybody to go through what our family as individually or as a group has gone through. But, you know, just sometimes to have a taster. Um, you know, and you know, they, they think it's so funny and they, they you know, they sit and they're sniggering behind their keyboards. I know, and let's send our mum and dad and our brothers and sisters like really bad stuff. Well, let's, let's like, you know, say something that we've heard a million times, but still hurts. But, you know, they think they're just so clever. And, and to me, we've actually got to this stage now where we just roll our eyes, block and delete. And it's just like, you know, you're really pathetic. Yeah, so we just tend to is, ignore. You know, my daughter can get over it and she can uh, face it full on and, I still got my life and weekend, you know. Embrace it, learn from it. Yeah. To be honest, she's still got so many, she's still gets 90, 95% positive posts. You only get a couple of years. To be fair, her fan base, which is huge, by the way. Yeah, of course. um, And like at least 99.9% of them will will back her whatever because they believe in her. And we love that. You know, you'll get like 99 people saying what a wonderful strong person she is or how the family are and then you get one arsehole that'll turn around and say something bad and it's really hard because that's what you think about and you think well why why say that but 
you've got to take the rough with the smooth, I guess, and it's just how it is. There's some just sad people out there. Good, uh, yeah, we stick to the positivity, player, don't we? Yeah, I was yeah, going to say, like, the best, you know, the most positive outlook on that, to be honest with you, Ricky and Julia, is... Um, like, if there's only one in every fucking, you know, 10 or 20, mm. whatever it may be, is that one mm. person who actually doesn't have the balls to hide behind uh. a real name or a real face to mm. go with it, is it really worth your I mean, trouble? To be fair, know? if they come up to us in the street and turn around and said stuff to us, I'd respect them for having the balls to do it, number one. I can't guarantee what my reaction will be, number two. But, but uh, you know, when you, when, you, when you actually get someone that comes up to your face and doesn't hide behind a keyboard yeah. and says it. I mean, for, for example, um, I went to uh, a show in Liverpool and it was an over-18 show. And um, I've literally three moves in to the girl and some guy made a wisecrack. And I stopped what I'm doing, got out the ring and I went, I suggest... You really stop doing that. I I really, really suggest you stop doing that. And to be fair to him, he apologized and he oh, it was just a laugh. Well, I'm not laughing, mate, and I'd appreciate it if you kept your opinions to yourself. Yeah. And I got back in the ring and I'm carrying on, on wrestling and out the corner of my eye I see a group of guys. There was about five or six of them and they were like winding each other up and you could I can actually see them going, You say it, no, you say it, no, you say it. Oh. And I'm thinking like, here we go. And they were doing it for about two or three minutes. Well, in the end, this guy literally said the worst thing possible. And I believe, I, I mean, it's, I know it's out there because uh, people videoed the moment. And um, I lost my temper, uh, which is something, you know, irrelevant of what people think about me. I don't do that in the ring. I don't lose my temper in the ring. If I want to deal with something, we'll do it on the cobbles outside. I'll never, never, you know, go unprofessional. Yeah. But like literally my head left my shoulders and I screamed at the referee, go and get me a tool. Cause I wanted to just splatter this bloke all over the place. And when the referee went backstage and never came back and I looked around and I thought, no one's going to stop me doing what I'm going to do right now. Okay. I've been given permission. So I'll get out the ring and I'm still looking at this guy and I've climbed over the barriers and, um, I've literally made a run for him. And before I got to him, a security guard rugby tackled him or speared him. Should I say, to the ground. Not one of his mates went to help him out. Not one. And by this time, head had gone. I was, I was uncontrollable and I was offering out the crowd and everything like that. And it's, it's a shameful moment, but it was literally about, uh, about a month after, you know, she was going through a real horrendous part in her life and they thought it was really, really clever to say what they said. Yeah. Well, they weren't clever when I got over the barriers and decided that I would risk everything to shut them the fuck up. And they all scattered like, like you know, Little the cowards bitches. that they actually are. Bitches, and that, yeah. yeah, but that gave me a very important lesson in, number one, never show your hand. Never do it. And I've not done it from that day to this. Everything, in, in you know, has been the entertainment uh, value. Well, these people don't understand, you know, you know, and it's so hard. You know, at that time, you know, she had all this stuff. She, she was anorexic. You know, she was skin and bones, which she hid from us. She was yeah. she crapped there one day. We had to take her off all. You know, and her life was down the tubes as far as sure. she's concerned. Sure, yeah. And, you know, and, and it just shows the strength on the girl to fight her way back and get, with all this criticism all this Mickey taking and even with the movie now you know you still get it you watch you see all the you know the uh, people have been in the movie and they're so 
so nice and so great, and you get some idiot come on there and go about the other stuff, and you think, well, why do that? Why, why yeah. even bother? Ha ha, you're really but, funny. But, ha ha. Yeah, exactly. Put Helen back. Why not give her credit for that, you know? You know, like Tyson Fury, I, I met him the other day, and I give that man so much credit for what he's brought back from, you know? He's a great guy, and yeah. He, and, and, I mean, and he, he has so much negative stuff as well, but the guy walks out his head up behind, reminded me so much of my daughter. They both put the Helen back. And yeah, I'll, still I'll, proud, I you know, stand proud. I'll give them credit for that. I don't, you know, it just crazy me that people are so negative in life. All I want to do is ruin, ruin someone just because they wrestle. You know, mm. I got to stand. Where, where would you get all this hate from? Someone yeah. who wrestles or someone who sings or like an idiot who run on the pitch at football yesterday. Where did you get that sort of hate from that you want to hit someone for, for, for doing an entertainment or performing art? From behind, I, you know. I just, I just, it just don't come to me, you know. As I said, it's no secret. I must be an old villain, you know, but I just don't get the modern world. Mainly you know, violence. You know what I mean? Hashtag mainly violence. Hashtag mainly violence. Do you know what's or funny? Or that's following me around everywhere. Well, do you know I'm what? Guys, it's really funny because, well, I mean, it's not funny at all, but, I mean, it's funny in the sense that the, the kind of idiots that we're talking to here, you remember a while back there, Ricky, I was in touch with you um, shortly after Tommy died, and uh, it was kind of like, you know, instead of looking at Tommy Billington's legacy in, in what he done with the wrestling oh, yeah. business, it's all this negative bullshit. And like I said, I'm I'm really close with his family, and yeah. you know, I've done a podcast, you know, based on based on what he left and what he means to his family. You know, um, oh yeah, great, clever, absolutely. You've heard what they're doing in Japan for him, right? Um, is there a no? I haven't heard. Oh my god, before. they're doing all the old school and uh, are coming out at the uh, Kirikawa Hall. And they're, they're, they're literally doing a show for him, in memory of him. And and all the old school, all the old school Japanese fighters are coming out to pay their respects to, and they're calling him a god. Oh. And yet, no one's done nothing over here. Yeah. No one's done, done nothing in America. It's crazy. Yet the Japanese are honouring the man, and I think that is just amazing. Me too. I mean, you know, look, at, at the end of the day, whatever about, I'm not going to go into, you know, WWE or anything like that. But, I mean, for, for him to be kind of blackballed for, you know, some of the stuff that, you know, a lot of other guys have done, oh, yeah. maybe 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 worse, you know? Like, don't forget, yeah, definitely worse. Like, Davey Boy was involved in it too, but Davey Boy is yeah. celebrated. Do you know what I mean? And so he should be. Yeah. So he should be. But it's just this this kind of stories that the likes of the Rougeos and all have kind of made about, about Tommy have just gained steam. And I, I, I just looked at people commenting on on the day that he died and they're going oh well he done this and he done that and i just felt like saying were you fucking there did you physically see oh, no, you no, absolute no. numpty everybody's got a story every single person mistakes in life yeah. we all made mistakes yeah. i made many mistakes when i was young yeah and you know no, there's no secret i spent eight years in jail for 25 yeah but yeah i my wife i said my wife now these days, but maybe the man I am now, you know, I wouldn't change anything. I know you might sound stupid, yeah. but I wouldn't change anything because I wouldn't be the man I am now without all the mistakes I made as a youngster yeah. or all the things that happened in my life and stuff. Yeah. And uh, and now I'm giving back to these sort of lads. We're taking them off the streets to our gym. We're looking after disabled kids. And, but it's taught uh, us not to judge, isn't it? Yeah, it's taught us, you know, the biggest risk is not to judge. Not to you judge know? people. Yeah, you know, because like, we've, all, we've all got 
we've all done something in our life. We all yeah, regret, you know. For sure. Well, I, I say, to learn Tommy's legacy to me is criminal because I, I worked the man at the end, the end of his career. I got on really well with him. You know what I mean? In fact, he's called me Swamp Donkey. It's never Swamp weird. Donkey. Swamp Donkey. Swamp Donkey. And, uh, Swamp Donkey. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and to be honest, you know, he couldn't do what he'd done at the end. But I'll tell you something, that man was a genius. Even... Even when he's crippled up in the end, we scored together. We, he'd have him coming over them top ropes, and I'd be begging Tommy, let, let him come, you know, make a comeback, Tommy. They're not ready yet, kid. They're not ready. I was going to get killed on. You know, that, that's long before the days of, you know, where people still believed it, you know. And, I wish yeah. I'd met him. And it, he, he was an amazing man. I would not, I've no wrong about Tommy, mate, because he, he, to me, he was the man, you know. And, but uh, going to, with trolls, um, what we've learned to do, actually, and 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 I I know that I I done this. There was uh, one guy on Twitter, and he was giving me so much shit, like it was just relentless. Isn't so Twitter to, isn't went, Twitter the worst? Twitter is just the fucking oh, worst. Oh God! Yeah. But what I done was I wrote to him and I went, "Here's your address, mate." <laughs> and he was like, "What?" I said, "Give me your address. I um, uh, you know, everyone's got an opinion. I want to send you some merch." So what I did was I sent him every single T-shirt that I, I'd had made yeah. um, and every bit of merchandise that I sell, I sent to him. And uh, with a little card saying, hope you like it, love Saraya and I. And, you know, that boy now defends me more than anything on Twitter and even puts on there, I trolled Saraya relentlessly. And, you know, she never, in the beginning, she tried, to, you know, she, she was kind of defending herself a little bit. And then in the end, she just wrote to me, asked my address and sent me all of her merch. Yeah, and and he and it's a story. It's now his story, and you know I just made a point of look, mate. Don't judge me. Here's a load of merch. Here's a load of free stuff. I I I I, I know you're entitled to your opinion, but like basically stop. You you hurt people. Just stop. And like now it's his story that that he trolled me, and and I sent him a load of merch. So you know I'm not not saying that I'm going to do that to all the trolls, but. It, it did make me realise that, that they're just people too and they're just looking for their 15 minutes of fame and That's sometimes all. it's better not to rise to it. That's all it is. And I mean, and that is, look, when you go back to kind of reacting to something in a match, that, that can happen to anybody. That's a human That's a human reaction. And don't forget, you're defending your kin in that situation. You know what I mean? That's your... Oh, it's horrendous what they said. The, the, to be fair, they, I, I went from Saraya Knight, the wrestler, to Julia Hamer, the mum. Exactly. And in my head, I was thinking, how dare you? Yeah. How dare you slag my daughter in a room full of people and think I'm just going to stand there? You know, I'm here to entertain you. I'm here. I've, I've traveled all the way up to Liverpool to entertain you. And you dare say that to me? And I thought, well, it's an over 18 show. I've been given carte blanche to do what I want to do. So I'm going to, I'm just going to beat the shit out of you. <laughs> and, um, you know, it, to be fair, the security guard, was amazing. Yeah. He was amazing. And, I mean, I don't even know who he is to this day. But, you know, the guy was ejected. All his mates then, you know, stayed in the venue. So that boy was singled out. He had the bottle to say it, but he was then the one that was thrown out and none of his mates backed him. And he got so proper me, Bill Goldberg in the process, did he? Yeah, well, the, yeah, the, 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 the way that I look at it is... You know, people people are just out for that reaction. Yeah. And I, I kick myself to this day, but, you know, I'm a mum first. I'm always a mum first. You slag my children to me, any one of them, yeah. or you slag my grandchildren, the wrestling is out the window, and I'm going to get out the ring, and I'm going to kick the shit out of you. And that's just how it is. And if it means I get arrested, means I can't tour anymore, I'm defending my children. I'm a mum first. So be it. 
So let that be a lesson to any of you wise heads out there that want to throw shit at Soraya. Because trust me, she will fucking whoop you more than... Oh no, I'll risk everything men. to protect yeah. my children. And, you know, and my husband will, my kids will. But all of us, that's one thing, you know, you, you, you start on one, you start on us all. But when you're kind of alone in a, in a situation, I mean, I've been in America and, and different things and you, you get the wisecracks. Now, I don't rise to it unless it's something that I really cannot overlook if i can't overlook it and i try and i can't then i'm going to act on it and it's just how it is you've got you just got to remember i'm a mum yeah, yeah you know i'm a yeah. mum i'm a nana i'm a great nana i you know my family mean more to me than anything else in the world and that includes my career yeah yeah absolutely and 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 so it should and to be honest with you i don't think you should be criticized on that or self-critical on that i think you should be commended on that so, uh, ten well, there'll always be somebody that thinks that that's wrong, but hey ho, I don't care. It's it's how I am. My 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 family, the most important thing in the world to me, like the most, the one most important thing in the world, and you know, I'll fight to the death for them. So it should be. So it should be. Um, listen, let's get on to uh, let's get on to the movie for a little bit, actually. Um, yeah. I recently seen it myself. Um, what I, do you think? I fucking love it. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... Well, square word it is. You must like it. <laughs> well, do you know what I mean? three now, and I've done two, so he's just topped me. Listen, you know, well, yeah, you, this is your second as well, but, the, you know, there, there'll be a third. I'll get. I'll have to get you on your own um, as well, Soraya. That's, that's, that'll have to be one for you. Oh, we'll have a competition so you can say fuck the most. Now we're equal. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I think I'd lose that. <laughs> See, no, you really would. You absolutely would. <laughs> we should do it though and i'll just get a little tick sheet every time <laughs> um, oh my god yeah no, yeah people would tune in to see which one would win they definitely would they definitely would and don't don't get me wrong we're definitely going to be over um within the next few months as well to take you up on that offer we'll be over for sure um, absolutely for 100 percent sure and um, so we'll, we'll we'll talk about that after the show so but, i'm going to interview you now did you cry I did. I did a little bit. No, I knew it. I'm so it wasn't down to onions being cut in the cinema or, no, you know, no, like listen, uh, I'm, dust or, no. you know, allergies or anything like that, what no, everyone listen. else is saying. It was just a genuine bawling moment. No, listen, I'm a former pro wrestler myself, as you know, and uh, I have no fucking qualms about admitting that I Damn it, I'm a little, I'm a little bitch when it comes to... Uh, these little uh, maybe it's my age i don't know <laughs> i just well I, I mean to be honest last time i watched it i did it but the lump was in my throat and i was going don't cry don't cry you're the ruining your makeup scene that gets me every time the scene at the airport oh in the credits at the end isn't it yeah, it gets well, us, uh, yeah but both times the airport scene and in the credits because but we relive it don't we yeah yeah, yeah because you lived it yeah it you lived it, it. Yeah. Did you, what did you think about the end credits? Because you actually see us as a family, and I think that's what kind of rounds up. It's like shit. It well, is a true story. Well, because because I know because I know you guys and I know your guys' story. It was a little bit like kind of more. Ah, oh, that's my excuse for crying. <laughs> that's my excuse, and I'm sticking to it. Do you know what I mean? I'm like, listen, I've talked to these guys. I know these guys, <laughs> so I have to. It's funny because <laughs> what happens actually? What happens is. I do have that lump in the throat, yeah, and I fight it with all my might. I fight it. <laughs> and uh, then Rachel looks at me and she goes, you're crying, aren't you? I'm like, no, no, I'm not. 
And then she keeps looking at me and then I can't help it. <laughs> it just comes out. Oh. Well, to be honest, what gets us is the well, amount of applause, isn't it? Well, what I like about the movie also is Zach comes out of it very, very good. And uh, and we know the Soraya story, but not many people knew the Zach story. And I think, you know, Zach comes out of it fantastic and uh, we can now recognise the work Zach does and stuff. And uh, he's getting a, lot of, uh, getting a lot of credit for it. And uh, I think, you know, and now see that all the family work hard. It's just not just one of us, but the whole family behind the scenes are doing their bit. You know, Roy and everyone, even the two grandsons now. So that's what I like about the movie. Most of all, it shows us a working family who work hard together. And even though, you know, Soraya made a big time, you know, Zach was left behind. He's, he's made a big time in his own way, which is what I like. It's a, yeah. a good heartwarming story about Zach as well, even though he didn't make the big time. Well, Zach's uh, a hell of a I've, worker. I've watched that. Uh, I've watched yeah. And And this is this is actually something. This is true. And, and you have mentioned Zach a lot of times. Like, for mm. example, I would recommend anybody that is into uh, wrestling or just, you know, any fans out there, actually watch some of Zach's matches on YouTube. He's a hell of a worker. Hell of a worker. Um, really, really kind of, I guess, underrated might be fair to say, would it be? Well, yeah, I mean, he's under, I mean, I think a lot of our guys, you know, because we're not uh, sort of internet family firm, I think uh, we do get uh, looked over a bit. I mean, our grandsons are out there now with all these other promotions, like, you know, Ricky Knight Jr., he's making a name for himself out there. But How old is he I'm, now? What age uh, is he 19. Now? 19, yeah. so he's going to be yeah. running into the to the young Billingtons now at some point. Like that's oh, it. yeah, we, we met, we did meet them uh, at the reunion, didn't we? And all that when we went to the reunion and stuff. And uh, that's a hell of a future, re- isn't it? For for your, go- your guys and them, like, I mean, oh, yes, yeah. as I said, with all this WWE UK now and stuff, and we've got a rubber grandson. PJ as well, he's really coming uh, through uh, for this all. Uh, but just going back to Zach, he, yeah, he's, I think Zach is um, um, one of the greatest. Think about us nights, none of us work the same, which is ridiculous because there's nine or ten of us, and we all work completely different styles, which is uh, quite unbelievable, really. But Zach, he, he's just, Zach is so knowledgeable in the business, you know. He's in the office with me, and the, his ideas and his stuff and his way of talking to people is just phenomenal, you know. As I said, with the kids and the disabled, all, all, our, all our young lads in the family seem to have this bond with them. They seem to be able to get, get over with them and uh, teach them stuff. And uh, yeah, it, that's, that's the most pride I get at the moment. As I said, we've got uh, autistic kids in our gym who are now sort of champions and stuff and uh, well you know the blind kids Zach trained you know, that's probably the biggest things that ever we've done in our lives to train somebody blind to wrestle and it's just amazing you know, yeah. you know, he's, know. he's got he's got um, a double amputee at the moment yeah, yeah. well funny enough from Ireland you know, I've got uh, seen the movie someone from Ireland yeah. he's a double amputee and he's seen about the blind kid and he said would you be able to help me and I said look We'll have, we'll have discussions how it goes. I mean, if he's got uh, possessive legs or whatever, we might be able to help him or something, you know? But I say to anyone, decide we want to get a business. I've got a lad there who can only lay on a bed, you know? Yeah. And he said, what, being a business? I said, look, you know, we've we got commentary teams. Maybe you can commentate. There's room for everybody in the business, you know? But a lot of our lads have been told by other companies or other people they can't do it. You know, there's no room for them. But we're proving them all wrong, you know? This, this is what I say about money not meaning enough to me. All these kids... And autistic kids and these disabled kids were actually getting into the business and giving them a chance and seeing their faces, you know. We've got 
One kid he there, he, he, he had trouble with school. He's only had, was it 28% attendance, Jules, or not that? Since he's been wrestling, he's got 100% attendance, you know? Well, I mean, and that's a great story, that. Yeah. That's that is fantastic. It's got sound. You should see him. I mean, you know, the, the blind lad come back the other day and he's, uh, he's surgeon to give him a, a, a license to start back again. So that's, that's great news. He's had to take two or three years out because obviously, they want to protect him a bit, but he said they're, they're quite happy when we come back and do a few more matches. So he, he's well buzzing over that. You know, it's just great to see him back in the office the other day and talk to him and stuff. We didn't realise he'd become great famous through the movie. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. the movie, like, even, even looking at some of the critics, um, you know, and critics is always such a fucking horrible word when you start the sentence off with that. But just, yeah, yeah. just in terms of, like, some of the critic reviews on, on the, the movie, like, um, Common Sense Media... Uh, this funny, heartfelt movie represents a huge step up for WWE Studios. Uh, Jack Logan mm. from Empire um, mm. says it's literally one of the most heartwarming uh, films he's ever seen. Um, what's, mm. what's surprising is how well all of this suplex to nuts biopics works. That's David Fear from Rolling mm. Stone. I mean, they're big kind of... I'm not into you know critics or anything but in terms of the 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 magazines and and whatnot that they're writing for like that's huge i mean here's one from the new york times the family that smacks down together stays together or at least that's the idea of fighting with my family a charmer about love and choreographed war i mean it kind of sums it up doesn't it it's it's fair um, oh yeah, it's amazing. So we're, we're up to ninety four percent at one time at Rock Tomatoes. You know, I think it's still in the early nineties. You're 90s still now. there, bro. You're still there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what I'm saying. So it's just amazing. You know, he's been like the, the biggest showman and stuff in the late sixties and stuff. So you know, we, we as I said before we started, we're just completely overawed by it. Or it just doesn't seem seven, right. You know, seven point eight on IGN as well, um, which is uh, I mean that's that's huge because. You know, there's so many, so many, like, you know, critics mm. these days kind of just want to shit on everything. So, oh, of course, yeah, it's a world today. Yeah, that's yeah, what I was thinking of. I expect some bit of shit all over us, but it hasn't happened to me. Who gives a fuck? We got a movie made about us. Who gives a shit? And do you know what? <laughs> I've gone past Karen. Do you know what, Soraya? Um, we're calling it in the ring, and you're at the help me get me me uh, me shit in now. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> so uh, here's my comeback spot to that question: How did you guys feel? Um, you know, obviously, Lena Haiti from uh, Game of Thrones, huge fucking huge actor, mm. just on Game of Thrones. Oh, massive! Um, play yeah. played yourself. That's really? pretty cool. That is like, really cool. That is really like, cool. And then Nick Frost. I mean, Nick, like, Nick Frost, yeah. Yeah. I mean, how do you think those guys portrayed you? As, did, oh, they- I said to, uh, you know, Nick Frost, I said a film, it's like looking in a mirror, you know what I mean, in his characteristics and that, and he got me spot on to be You're fair, a bit better you know? looking now, Ricky, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, the thing with Dummy most is the way, on the American tour of promotion, the way he, 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 he saw into my life and he said what was driving me on and he actually got it spot on when he's saying about, you know, me, me being a family man is driven by, by, you know, by wrestling and my family and not by money. And he, he really, he must sit down and really study me. And uh, I was so happy that he actually got got what he was trying to do and he, he done it yeah. brilliantly, I thought. Yeah. And Lena was absolutely uh, fantastic. I mean, you know, she she studied Jules so much and stuff. It was uh, brilliant. And I thought, done cool, actually. and the two young actors are brilliant. I thought, you know, 
Right. Jack Loudon and, and Florence Pugh. Right. Yeah, they've done amazing. You know, it's just fantastic. So, yeah, we couldn't ask for a better cast. You know, it was, it was, um, it was, it was, it was always funny. I wanted Ray Winston to play me in the first place, but, you know, Nick, I think Nick nailed it, to be honest with you. you, you, know? want, who, you did did? Did you, who did you want to play for Ray you? Ray Winston. I wanted Ray Winston in the yeah, first place. Yeah, you told me that before. You told me that. <laughs> but, no, like, uh, well, that was well, because. I Nick, you know, he, <laughs> Brilliant, absolutely brilliant. I remember you, you told me actually on the first show, yeah, that you wanted uh, Ray Winston to play. But that was only because uh, Brad Pitt wasn't available. Was that right? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. But, you know, after seeing Nick, you know, I, I had to bow to him because, mate, his portrayal is absolutely brilliant and his comedy timing is just amazing. You know, it's just... He's a very, know, funny man, isn't he? very funny man. Well, Look, the biggest compliment could pay the cast is we sat as a family and I forgot I was watching a film about me, you know. You, wow. We got into it so much ourselves, you know, and, you, and like, wow. you forget, this is about my family. Wow. I'm laughing at Nick, I'm feeling like I'm getting upset at the scenes I'm supposed to and all this. And me and Julia come out there and go, it's it's amazing. Then guys just took us through a, through a thing where we actually believed the movie ourselves. We were, it's about us, but we, we were part of it. We were watching this movie and thinking, did you make it in the end? The noise, you know, yeah. <laughs> And got us to that point, and that is kudos to the actors because they, they were superb, you know. It's crazy, isn't it? It's crazy, like the yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. It? Talking about, we we knew, it? we know what's happening. It's our lives, and we were still wrapped into it. And it was like, well, now what? Now what? Now what's going to happen? <laughs> I mean, I was going to keep this kind of nice line for the end of the show, but, like, you guys talked about legacy and, you know, it's not about money, it's about legacy. I mean, that's legacy yeah. right there, man. That's that's oh, yeah. that's it. Do you know what I mean? Well, that's, that, that movie's always going to be around for, for everyone to see, you know, so... Ever, forever. That, that's the biggest thing, yeah. You know, yeah. You, I mean, like, even Christmas, we come up with Ray's old movie, you know? <laughs> yeah, like, that yeah. is the whole but Christmas, we... Popped in, see our daughter in a movie. These are things they can never take away from you. They can have a go at you, they can slag you, they can bring you down. But, you know, they will never take away what my daughter's done or what we're doing now. Nothing can never take that out of history. So, we, you know, we, 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 we just got to be happy in life. And, uh, you know, I'm just happy in life and doing what we're doing. I've got every morning. I love going to work and I love still being in the ring. And I love entertaining people. So, I think I'm blessed, you know. I'm never going to be a millionaire, but uh, I'm if blessed. Happy, my, you're, you're happy. I'm blessed what we do. We've had a great marriage and, you know, and stuff. And, you know, we've got lots of things people haven't had. We've got a million pounds. So, you know, that's how I look at life. You know, we pay our bills and we pay our, you know, our overheads. I'm happy with that. You know, I'm not, I'm not uh, out to be a multi-millionaire. Never have been. And we'll never change. Thank yeah. fuck for that. Thank fuck for that. You've, you're beating me now, Julia. You're beating me. Mate, go say one ahead. You're one ahead, yeah. <laughs> Fuck's <laughs> sakes. <laughs> oh, damn it. I was ahead of you as well, you bastard. <laughs> not anymore, though, huh? Oh, well, it's only a load of bollocks anyway, no? <laughs> Damn you! <laughs> you see, that's the Irish one, actually, the, the, the bollocks. I know you guys say it as well, but it's just since, since Conor McGregor has come onto the scene, people think that bollocks is his yeah. word, you know? But that's just literally. Yeah. To be honest, that's Roy's word. Yeah. Load of bollocks. Uh, Load of bollocks. <laughs> in Norwich, it sounds weird, but cunt is a word in Norwich. Oh, that's a, a term of endearment in Norwich. All over the world, everyone else is going, huh? the C word. But in Norwich, you go, all right, you cunt. And that's, 
That's actually a, a friendly, uh, friendly meeting in Norwich. <laughs> yes, of course you can't. You don't have to worry about it. It means you're okay. That's the same over here, man. It's the same yeah, over yeah. here. I remember yeah. a, f- a friend of mine was uh, was over at a West Ham game. Um, Jesus, must have been ten years back, and it was his first time over in London. And he said he was he was sitting in the uh, he was sitting in the stands, and he heard someone going, someone was melting off anyway, and he goes, "Sharp, you can't." And the other lad goes, "Who are you calling can't can't you you can't?" It's <laughs> just like that's not the same as that. It's no different, is it? Oh, I love it. I love it. I swear to God, because I mean, I went over to the UK at an early age, like seventeen. <clears throat> And uh, it was just the exact same thing. Over with Andre Baker. And it was just the exact same thing. You're right, you little Irish cunt. <laughs> it was just great. <laughs> I love that. Well, it's actually my favourite word. And now that I've heard you say it, cunt, 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 cunt. Be that, you cunt. Uh, You're too ahead now. So uh, I am absolutely ahead now. I, I have too much respect to call you that, uh, Julia. No, you can actually call it me because it means that we're okay. Oh, no, I'm, I'm not that I'm not that kind of cunt, though. You know. <laughs> he's he's going to catch up. Subtle, subtle. Yeah, very subtle that one. Uh, like it. No, and I mean, guys, it's it's awesome because, like, just looking at it, think about this, okay? A, a story and a film about your family has already grossed over $21 million. Mm. I mean... Nosy bastards. <laughs> I know, yeah. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, i gotta, I got to get me a family soon. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think there'll ever be another one like ours. I think we're definitely no, a one-off. I don't think so. And listen, and that's, that's the great thing about it. That's the mo- most unique thing about it. And like, as I said, I do... I, I, you know, implore people to go and watch this film, regardless of whether they're, like, wrestling or not. I mean, if they're listening to this podcast... No. That's the point. Yeah. That's my point, though. You, as I said, it's like the Rocky films. You know, that's like boxing, yeah. like the Rocky films. Yeah. And that's the sort of feedback we're getting from all the uh, people in Norwich. You know, they've been to see it. They said, it's, it's just a great film. You don't even have to like the wrestling to like the film. It's, yeah, it could have been about golf, could have been about snooker. Could have been it wasn't anything. all about wrestling, it was, was it? No, it's actually a good family story and you know, people going about their everyday lives and little old orange and uh, someone becomes a star. And, and they don't say cunt once. <laughs> no, they, yeah. they don't say cunt once, no. No, no. <laughs> nice one. Um, <laughs> no, they, they, they were only allowed three spare words, uh, three swear words in the whole thing. So it was uh, dig me dead and bury me pregnant was said three time so that was their limit and the, the funny thing about it is like the way i look at it is from two perspectives okay so if you've got like if you're not a wrestling fan you'll look at it just as a really good story um the way a wrestling match should be do you know what i mean um and you'll look at it like a wrestling match i always look at it from that point of view and you look at it as a wrestling match and say jesus this is a really good story but then if you are a wrestling fan and you look at it as a wrestling film it's probably the best wrestling film ever made. Better than the wrestler itself. Oh, thanks, Mike. No, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. Because yeah. I was a big. That's like, weird to hear that. Though. Yeah, because that's the perspective I I got from it. Like because I was a big fan of Mickey Rourke's, one of my favorite actors, and I thought he'd done a hell yeah, of a job. Yeah. He'd done a hell of a job, but it the film itself was too based on the wrestling itself and trying to. Yeah. You know, it, was, it was the Jake the Snake type story that they were trying to go for. Yeah. Whereas I think yeah. this is the epitome of a wrestling film. 
following a dream and the struggles that it takes to get to, to, to the goal, do you know? So, um, believing in yourself. Another one I really liked though years ago was the Norfolk, uh, was it the California Dolls? Yeah, all the that? marbles. All the marbles? Yes, yes, yes. And, uh, that was, um, to me, like, you know, the rotten pay, you know, the old painkillers to keep you going, ringing up promoters, begging for work. I oh, mean, no, that's just what in my early days, you know. I've told you a lie. Um, I don't know. I was thinking of the other film, um, the one with Sylvester Stallone. Now, this is uh, Columbo. Peter Falk plays the lead in it. What's it called? It's called, in England, it was called uh, California Dolls, or it comes under all the marbles of America. If you haven't seen it, I suggest you see it, mate. It's brilliant. Absolutely California brilliant. Dolls are all the marbles, yeah? All the marbles. It's got Peter Falk is the star. Columbo. Oh, wow. Yeah, because I was... That's two hours doing that you're... You will love. I mean, it's one of the best wrestling films. I think. You I'm going to watch that. I love it. I'm a bit of a mark for that. Yeah, that is brilliant. Well, it's really good. That. Well, listen, if and you guys see, are telling me, downside of wrestling, you ain't like the glitz and glamour. It's the shit side we've all been through. The one you that know, we know, the long yeah. road trips, the, you know, the poxy pay, getting knocked by promoters, and yeah, you know, this sort of stuff. It covers a lot. And and it's, it's about a female tag team. It's about a female tag team. Yeah, called the California Dolls. It kind of shows that you know how women were perceived in that era as well. Like you're a wrestler, oh mud yeah. you know so there was this there was the sexual undertones of it all oh. where women were desperate just to be recognized as fighters oh. so it tells the story in its own right i'll tell you it's a brilliant film we've not seen it it's well worth watching buddy i promise you i will yeah. no, well actually i'm actually going to check that out after this uh yeah. after this show yeah don't blame me mate it's well worth watching you gonna... come back to me tell me how you think of it yeah? i'll actually text you later on tonight once uh once i watch <laughs> okay. it i'll let you know yeah yeah oh, Here, brilliant, actually brilliant. here's a question for you um i'm interested to know especially uh especially you julia what did you think of uh, what did you think of that that glow on Netflix? I haven't watched it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All my friends are in it. Um, yeah, that's why I, I was. That's why I was wondering. Movie. Yeah. Sorry. That's why I was kind of interested to hear what you may have thought about it. Yeah. Um, I mean, I should watch it to be fair because most of the girls that are in that movie would definitely have watched mine, and I'm actually feeling a bit shitty right now that I haven't supported the girls. Um, I'm an awful but, cunt for you know, bringing that up. Yeah, well, well, to be fair, like any anything that depicts female wrestling in a in a in a good light, it works for me. And the girls are getting work, the you know, like regular work, and people are taking it seriously. And everyone I've spoken to has told me, like, what is the matter of you? Why have you not watched it? So it is something like, well, you watch all the marbles, and I'll watch Glow. That sounds good to and me. And then we'll and then we'll both do a review of it. That sounds good to me, actually. Yeah, yeah. And uh, before we do go, what do you think of the girls now at the moment, especially especially Becky, you know, who we, we, we've talked about before on the show? Well... It's, she's cleaning up. I think it's re- well, back in, well, I think years ago, we put her as a star, many years ago, didn't we? Before she, you did, she you had, did. She had, before she got that bad injury, she come and worked with us a couple of times. In fact, the night after she got a bad injury, if you remember, to her, Years ago, and she had to come come out of the game, and she went air hosting. I don't remember what that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, before the night, she the day after she done your injury, she come and worked for us, didn't she? And uh, yeah, uh, and uh, we didn't realise how serious it was at the time, but we always thought she was going to be a star because she just she has, she's like right. She had this, you know, you have this glow where you have a star written all over it, you know. And uh, you know, when she retired that time because of her injuries, what? 
what, what a waste of talent, you know. But then she came back, and now she's really smashing it. She, she is the main girl now, it seems. So good luck to her, we say. She's a lovely girl. We loved her to pieces. And, uh, you know, cause I always remember, we've had a lot of people stay around there over the years, like wrestlers and that, you know. And she stayed around our home, and she, the next morning she went out, she got Julia a card, and she got a present, and she just was staying here, and I thought, that's lovely. No one's ever done that before, you know. Yeah. So, you know, she, she's always been a different girl, different class, and uh, I'm just happy to see her getting success because she, she's a lovely girl. And I'll tell you what, television doesn't do a good for her looks either because she's, she's more beautiful off television than she's on. You know, she's just a 100%. lovely girl. Yeah. Mm, I love it. Your TV does her justice, uh, how beautiful she really is. But she's a lovely girl, and we we'll, we'll all support her, and it's great to see her doing well. Yeah, because I know she's she's definitely good friends with uh, with Soraya, so like it's good to. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good to see. I yeah, mean, well, that, I done a little gig in Shima, didn't they? It was Julia, Soraya, and Becky. She was your manager then, wasn't she? Because you still injured, but in Shima and that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you got a lot of heat with that lot, didn't you? So. Oh, we just went out there and had a laugh. Yeah, so. Well, not me because I was doing the Mean Queen, but um, uh, no. The, the thing is with Becky is that she's just a genuinely. Lovely. lovely person yes. and yes. you know it just so happens that she's stunningly beautiful and an absolutely fucking amazing wrestler yeah. um you know what you see on the tv isn't a third of what that girl can actually do and oh, it's um, crazy it's crazy yeah. oh god the girl if she got let loose that's what a, she can really do my god she would settle that's the only trouble with the, with the wwe i mean they don't let the girls still don't let the girls off, off the off the uh off the lead to let me like us Soraya was watered down so much in the end yeah. I didn't even watch you know, because we know the girls could do far much more you know I mean Soraya could do Roy's top rope elbow to perfection but yeah. she weren't allowed to do stuff like that and all that it's just like they just protect the girls I don't only protect them but it's frustrating when you know what these girls can do and yeah, I understand yeah. the protection bit but sometimes you got to just let them go you know and I'll be that proved it lately well, they're giving girls these cage matches that now, and they're performing as good as the blokes, you know. And on lots of occasions, better than the blokes, you know. And I, I think, agree. I agree. Yeah, you know, uh, I think a lot of it is the lads are afraid to be outshone, you know. I know when Bellatrix goes on the same weekend as us, sometimes their shows they get more heat than us because the girls really, you know, they really get stuck into each other and stuff. And uh, I love to see it because, as I said, when I, when I start promoting, there's hardly any girls wrestling. That's what it is. You and Julie Stahl were then once left on the circuit. Bondite Crate. we got to come happen. back again and stuff. And, but it's, the scene was dead. And to see where it is now, it's just amazing. We've always supported the girls scene, always will. Because I think, you know, the girls bring something to the shows, you know. And, and yeah. uh, you know, and, and then that's, even when we were filming years, years ago, when we'd done some movies and uh, stuff, and they go, the girls look so much tougher than the boys. Why is that? You know, and uh, yeah, even when we were filming in the old days. So, yeah, the girls have got a lot to offer. I'm just glad now they're getting their time to shine. They, they're getting what they deserve. It's fantastic in my book. I agree. I agree. And listen, guys, I'm, I'm so happy, um, so so proud of you, actually, and your success now. Um, I'm so thanks, happy. Dad. It really, I <laughs> know, uh, I feel <laughs> I sound like a dad. No, but I mean, all all joking aside, um, no. it couldn't have happened to a nicer family, and I, I mean that. Um, so well, thank we, you. We thank you. So you, you guys like yourself, you know, yeah. and you know, it was support. It's even in the crap time. You know, it's easy for people to come and see us now and things going right. But you always support us, even when things weren't right, when I thought it was going through things. So, 
you know, we'll always be grateful for that too, mate. So, you know, it's any time you need anything from us, just let us know, man. I really appreciate that, man. I really appreciate that. And Julia, I'm actually going to give you five seconds to say as many curse words as you possibly can. Right, you fucking wanking, tossing, bitching, bastarding, I don't know, cunting. Fuck, 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 fuck. You're done. I've done you. And that's to every single person listening to this show, not directed towards me. Um, so. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's directed, it's directed towards you because if not, there's suits coming in. You know, so. I'll take the heat. I'll take the heat. It's okay. Uh, yeah, you won. <laughs> but, but no, I totally won that one, and definitely. you know, apologise to people that don't like swearing, but fuck yeah. Well, if they don't like it, they should switch off now, which is probably to be honest, the I end mean, of the show. The swearing is always, it is part of me, and it, it is how I am. And you know, there are people that don't like it, but you know, I've just got to this stage where people are people are liking us now that hated us before, and it's a false world. So yep. you know, if if you don't like the fact that I swear, then switch off. Damn straight, damn straight. Well, listen, on that, I'm going to implore every single uh, guy and girl listening to this to get their asses out, watch Fighting With My Family. It's still pretty new over here in uh, in Ireland at the moment. It's doing absolutely huge Is that numbers. how long has it been out? Um, probably about two weeks, and it's still doing huge it's numbers. It's, oh, it's, wow. It's on pretty much every... It's uh, still surreal to me, mate. It's yeah. still very surreal to me. Yeah, oh, no, well, well that's it. Like, I'm talking to you now, it's, I, I can understand that, you know what I mean? It was kind of, like, surreal for me, kind of going, whoa, Jesus, I'm going to have these guys on the show next week. This is pretty No, it's cool. a bit of a fuck, hey? Yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool. It's pretty awesome, to be honest with you. And uh, like I said, I do mean it, and, and I appreciate the kind words, Ricky. Um, but, but You're definitely. welcome, mate. It's true. We only deserve something nice to be told the truth. Yeah. And I said, there's a few thick wires through thick and thin, and that's you know, they're the people that we're really grateful to. You know, so. Always will you be. Too, but... Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, yeah. listen, guys, I, uh, I hope you have a uh, wonderful week, and uh, long may the success of this film continue. And long I'm hoping continue. Ricky will make my whole week. <laughs> he will make you. <laughs> yeah, oh, you got anyway, there in the end. <laughs> I, know, I know exactly. What? California Dolls. California Dolls is happening. California Dolls. Yeah, it's got to be the one. <laughs> this, is, this is always going to be the one. This is always going to be the one. Hey, if you're like me and you're a fan of your wrestling merch and your MMA merch and your boxing merch, there's only one place I go, and that is Wrestling Mania. That's right, Wrestling Mania is located at the top floor of Dublin St. Stephen's Green Shopping Centre. It's your one-stop shop for all your wrestling, MMA, and boxing needs. It's Ireland's only dedicated pro wrestling shop and carries all the latest wrestling, MMA, and boxing merch, including brands like WWE and UFC and Ring of Honor, and much, much more. And hey, if they don't have it in there, they can get it. If you don't see what you want and you know something that you do want, well, the guys in the shop can get it in for you. And get this, if you can't make it into the shop, they'll send it to you. That's right. They will actually deliver it to your house. So if you want your wrestling, MMA, or boxing hookup, go to Wrestling Mania, located once again at the top floor of Dublin St. Stephen's Marine Shopping Center. Go check them out on Facebook. So it's Wrestling Mania on Facebook. You'll be able to drop them a mail. Very responsive. Very appreciative and also very welcoming and accommodating. Wrestling Mania for all your wrestling, 
MMA and boxing needs. Go right now.